What up, what up, fuckers? Welcome back to Culture Takes, episode three. Running duos tonight, uh, no squads. One of our uh, fellow members, CJ, is uh, away on a little uh, wedding trip, so I'll uh, just be me and old Johnny boy. What up, uh, what up? Yeah, so tonight we got a little uh, shorter, be a little shorter show. Uh, we got a little NBA news, Kawhi, Kawhi trade. Pretty big news, actually, and the uh, Carmelo trade. My boy going to his, what, third team in three years. And, uh, yeah, we'll finish up with some NFL, do the uh, over-under, go over the over-under records for the uh, all the teams, discuss those, and then we'll uh, finish up with the top five interior D linemen and the top five tight ends. And uh, that'll close it up for episode three. But, uh, yeah, we'll jump right in. The Kawhi trade? Kawhi trade. All right, so I think both teams were winners on this trade. I think I, I, I think Toronto saw a ceiling coming from the past seasons with uh, Kyle Lowry and uh, DeMar. They just signed Kyle Lowry to a three-year extension in 2018. So, obviously, they weren't going to try to ship Kyle out. Uh, I think they wanted to get Kyle out, but I think harder, they, harder. Yeah, it was harder to do. Harder to do. 32 year old and player. how much they're paying, and they have to yeah, take over absolutely. that. And that no team really wanted to do that. Definitely. So I think they saw the ceiling. They had to stick with Kyle, like you just said, and they just shipped Demar a little, a little bad because I don't I don't like the the lack of loyalty, uh, so to say. Demar's leading scorer for Toronto, and they made it seem over the summer that he wasn't going to get traded when he was talking to ownership, and I I don't like that aspect of it. But I think. Uh, under Greg, he's going to do good. He has Lamar, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge there. Both are mid-range shooters. They'll find a way. If anybody can make it work, it's going to be Greg. Any other team, I don't think it works so well having two ball stops, mid-range shooters. But I think Greg's going to make it work. And for Toronto, I mean, they get Kawhi. That shakes up the East a little bit. I, don't, I think Toronto's still a while back from Boston. They're not going to keep up with them. But I think it's good that they can compete a little bit, show that they're going to be a powerhouse in the East now with LeBron gone, and maybe Kawhi decides to stay. And I hope that he does do that. I hope he decides to stay, keep some competition in the East, because the West sure as hell doesn't need it anymore. Um, so, so we'll see how it goes, and maybe he can bring another uh, player over to Toronto. It's going to be him and Kyle Lowry. We're going to see how that goes the first year. Who's the new coach for Toronto? The new, uh, it's the assistant coach. I don't know. He's never been a head coach before. I know that. Okay, so they're 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 breeding in house. That's cool. We'll see how it goes. But if he doesn't do the job, they're gonna want to keep Kawhi, and Kawhi's gonna get to call the shot on that. So if he has to be gone, he's gonna be gone. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Nah. I mean, uh, some valid points there. I definitely uh, think it was a good move for both teams. Like John was saying, the uh, Raptors, I think, were capped out. We saw that the past couple seasons couldn't get over the hump. I mean, they were. Damn first seed this year got swept in the second round, so I don't mind them shaking it up, you know, getting rid of DeRozan, flipping it for Kawhi, a top five player a year ago. I mean, it's a risk, but you know, those type of players, you can't acquire them all the time. And uh yeah, I mean, we'll see how it works. I mean, I think he does leave. If I had to bet today, I think Kawhi does leave after this season. I mean, there's already reports saying he might not play. I don't think that's true. but I don't think he'll do it. That's yeah. just going to ruin his contract chances for next year. Yeah. So, no, I think he'll definitely play, but I think he will fucking – I think he will leave Toronto after the season because I can't see them winning the title or, you know, I just think 
He's an LA boy. He wants to go back to LA. I don't even think they make the finals. If they made the finals, he, he they would be have something behind them. But I don't even think they make that. How about Pop though? He, the guy says he wants to go to Los Angeles, and he says, uh, "All right, I'll ship you to Canada." Complete, yeah. <laughs> damn, complete opposite. And I've heard Kawhi hates the cold, so his ass better get ready up there in Toronto. He can't be too happy about that. This is what he does. This is what happens to him when he tries to act like he's the big man. Didn't play all season last year, and he tries to Uncle make Dennis. these moves. Yeah, so this is what he gets. But he needs to make the best of it if he wants to make any money in the in free agency next. But from the Spurs aspect, I really like it. I mean, they acquire a top fifteen player in the league. I mean, to pair him with Aldridge. I mean, Pop. You know, he works wonders with players. I think they have two All NBA players right now. Which is, I mean, not many teams could say that Golden State had two All NBA players last year. So to put that in perspective, but no, I think uh, it's the right thing to do for the Spurs. They give Pop one last chance to, you know, go out on top. At least gives them a better shot than they had. I mean, uh, we'll see how it works. And you we'll know, get to see LeBron and uh, Demar in the West for the first time. Both of them played their whole careers in the East. In the East so yeah. it's going to be a, a a different perspective for them. So we'll see how they do. Absolutely. But now I'm interested to see how it works. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah. In other news, the uh, Carmelo trade also took place. They traded into the. Uh, he finessed that. He did the best thing he could have. He opted in, and they were way over. They had to pay a lot of luxury tax. They had to trade him, and they, cash. And then now he he got traded to the Hawks, and he he's uh they're gonna waive him right away, and he's gonna get to pick the team he goes for. He finessed everybody. He did the best. He oh, could. absolutely. Melo gets his money. There's no doubt about that. But yeah, what they traded? They traded uh to Atlanta for a twenty twenty two first round pick and uh, Mike Muscala and Dennis Schroeder. I actually really like the Dennis Schroeder for the uh, the Thunder. I mean, their backup point guard last year was fucking Raymond Felton, and uh, as a Knicks fan, Raymond Felton is not the answer. <laughs> I watched him uh, torture us for years. But yeah, no, I really like Schroeder as the backup in uh, OKC. I think he'll fit in very nice behind Russ. Uh, get that second unit some life finally, and uh, yeah, Mello, you know, wins again, gets his money. And now he gets to choose where he wants to go. They're saying what Houston's the front runner right now. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think about that, Houston and Mello? <laughs> I just I don't I don't want the same thing to happen where he went to OKC and uh, he tried to distribute the ball. He didn't play his game, and I think it started to take a toll on him and his confidence towards. Playing on the court, I don't want it, I don't want that to happen if he goes to Houston because Houston, I want them to compete. I want them to compete with in the West. I really like them. I love James. I think Chris Paul is still a dog and he can still do something in this league. Everybody talks about how old he is and how much he's getting paid. I don't care. He's proven it. He, <laughs> he deserves it. And I don't want him to mess up that flow. But if he can go in and fit with the system because they're they're running D'Antoni's system and it's working for them finally because D'Antoni's tried to run it so many other places and it never works for him. But he believes in it so wholeheartedly. He's committed to it. So if Carmelo can go in there, work with that, and make it make it still... They have some baggage, too, from New York. Yeah. They hated each other in New York. That's true. That's another interesting That'll aspect be something to watch. forgetting about. But I, I, haven't wanna... heard, I haven't heard anyone talk about that, to be honest. And they really did have some... I mean, they both hated each other over there. So. But everybody, will, comes when they come to a team together, they want to win. Everybody has the same Definitely. interest. And I think one player to get through to Melo could be Chris Paul. To oh, fucking yeah. just tell him, you gotta, you gotta accept this bench role. You gotta embrace it and just stop being an egotistical like you're not you're not what you used to be Melo and, and they, I hate to say it because Melo is my favorite player of this generation I mean I still think he's very capable I mean I 
bad season in OKC. That's a tough team to fit into. We've seen that with other players, Oladipo, you know, things like that. So I think uh, he really could have a a revival year if he buys in and actually just accepts his role in Houston. And uh, I think it really could do wonders for Houston. I mean, he's a knockdown shooter. He's proven it time and time again. So. They score a lot of points. They can score a little bit more. They have a great chance to come out of the West. Definitely. Well, yeah, that's about all the uh, big NBA news we got. Or Yeah, that was about it for the week. It's a pretty big shit, but, yeah, that's about it. Now we'll jump over to the NFL. Uh, like I said, we're going to do those uh, over-under. We're going to give you our uh, takes on the over-under regular season predictions and uh, finish up with the top five interior D-linemen and tight ends. But, yeah, we'll jump into those over-unders. Uh, first, Arizona Cardinals, Josh Rosen's new squad, uh, Vegas has them at five and a half wins this season. Over under, John. I say over. I also don't think Josh Rosen starts at the beginning. I think they, uh, I think they start to lose at the beginning with Sam Bradford. He doesn't have good chemistry with those players yet. Larry's obviously a good receiver to play with. He'll he'll be consistent for him. David Johnson coming out of the backfield. But I think this is Rosen's team. That's why they traded up in the draft to get him. They knew he was poly- the most polished player coming out of this draft. We'll see how it goes, but I think they win six, seven games toss, but I'm going to go with six. I say over five and a half. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say under. I just can't see that. I see uh, Bradford getting hurt as usual. Rosen getting thrown in there. Uh, they got a real shitty O-line, to be honest. <laughs> Verlander's good. I mean, And yeah. Lindsey's good at center. Yeah, but their tackles, their fucking guard. It's it's a shit show over there, believe me. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put much faith in that O-line at the moment. Then, uh, you know, Fitzgerald's getting older. David Johnson's a hell of a player, but... He's coming off that injury. We'll yeah, see how he bounces back. Absolutely. And the uh, defense lost some key pieces, so uh, still, I think D will be all right. But, you know, they're getting a new coordinator. Lost a couple pieces, Tyran and stuff. New head coach. New head coach, so we'll see how it goes. But uh, I They're think, in the rebuilding stage, yeah, I think. Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to go under for that one. Uh, the Falcons. Vegas has them at nine wins. I'm gonna say over. I'm gonna say over as well. I think they're a dark horse. I mean, Super Bowls in Atlanta, I could easily see. They got talent on both sides of the ball. Young talent. Young talent that keeps getting more experience. I really think they got a shot to, to do something, especially with the second year coming back under Sarkeesian. Uh, we already know Dan Quinn. He's been a hell of a coach so far. So I, really, I think they'll exceed nine wins, and uh, they're one of my dark horses for the not dark horses, but I think they could definitely uh, make some noise in the playoffs. Well, it's between them and the Saints to come out of that uh, that division. Panthers, too? That's a tough division. Oh, I don't man. think so. I don't think the Panthers beat out the Falcons or the Saints. That's a tough division. We we'll saw see. it last year. Three got in from the, the NFC last year. My thing with the Falcons is how is Julio going to feel about this contract thing? They're not paying him, which is ridiculous in my opinion. I think Julio is the best receiver in the league. We'll see how that, that all plays out. I love their draft pick in Calvin Ridley. They love those Alabama receivers just like Julio. Calvin's a really good, speedy guy. Could take over for Taylor Gabriel, who was there two years ago and made made a big impact in the slot. So we'll see what happens. It's more or less. I believe in the defense. Alford, the whole defense, uh, their defensive backs, Count O'Neill. They're they're all good back there. The defensive line plays well. They're all young. It's going to be mainly if the offense can click and score all the points they were scoring back in the past. Okay. Uh, now to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Vegas has them at eight wins. I'm gonna go under for I will this go. one. Um, yeah, same thing. You know, offense has been lackluster the last few years. Defense should be solid, but 
I, I could see Lamar getting some playing time. Um, that'll you never know how that goes at rookie quarterbacks. So uh, I, I mean, I could see them nine wins, but my my gut first gut reaction saying go under. So uh, I think they'll get about eight, seven, eight wins this year. I'll agree with you with seven to eight wins. I think Joe Flacco actually gets released after this year. They're paying so much yeah, for him. Yeah, no, I could definitely see that. And Lamar's coming in. He's on that rookie contract. They're going to try to play him out, let him sit and learn a little bit this year. But like I said, like you said, I think he will get a little bit of play time. Those receivers need to show up. They've been trying to draft receivers so much. and well, they, they got always Crabtree feel. and Sneed now. I think. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Perriman's coming back. They said he looks good. We'll Giving see. Giving up on old Brashad Perriman. I have as well. But they're saying he's looking great. So we'll see what he comes up with. But Michael Crabtree, I think, was actually the number one receiver in Oakland. I was surprised they got rid of him for Jordy. But John Gruden likes that old old school style of football, so that's probably why they went out and got Jordy. But Michael Crabtree's a B, so if they can make that click on offense, their defense always seems to come up with something. So if they can do something on offense, they'll be all right. Definitely. Uh, next, got the Buffalo Bills. Uh, six and a half wins is the over-under. Uh, I think I'll go heavy under for this one. I think the Bills are going to be fucking terrible next year, to be honest. I mean, quarterback situation is looking pretty murky. Uh, don't like the skill players. LaShawn McCoy's got whatever he's dealing with. See if he plays all 16 games. Uh, defense got some young guys. Uh, yeah, I just I don't see them winning over six and a half games. I'd put them at four or five wins next year. I'm going to go under as well. I'll say four wins. They're clearly in the rebuilding stage. They traded up to pick twice in the first round, picking up Terrell Edmonds and Josh Allen. Josh Allen's not going to play at least half the first half of the season. They have um, – who do they have? They have A.J. McCarron and who is the second guy? Nathan Peterman. Nathan Peterman. They like Peterman, I hear, coming out of uh, minicamp, so we'll see. Everyone I, looks good in shorts. Everyone looks good in shorts. <laughs> we'll see what ends up happening. I don't think they have really any good skill players either anymore. They traded Marcel uh, Darius out of there. He w- he was causing a lot of problems though. I, went to, I think he went to rehab randomly in the middle of the season two uh, two years ago. He's down in Jacksonville, so. And they got that left tackle as a wide receiver one in Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, he coming into camp heavy every year. Two ninety five, whatever the hell he weighs. Jeez. I don't believe whatever their list. <laughs> So, yeah, I think they're in a rebuilding stage. They're not signing anybody any big contracts. They're waiting it out. We'll see what the Bills end up doing in the future. But this year, I definitely see them going under. Okay, next, the uh, hometown Carolina Panthers. Uh, Vegas has them at nine wins. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go over for them. Like I said, I think that NFC South is going to be competitive as hell again. Uh, you know, Luke Keekley leading that defense. If he's, he if, if he's healthy, I mean, it's, it's game-changing. Same thing with... Uh, Cam on the other side, if he's clicking, they're fucking, they're hard to beat. Uh, we'll see how they are with the, the Turners in there as the new coordinators. Uh, but, yeah, I think we'll go over. I'm going to go over for the uh, hometown Carolina Panthers. I'm going to go at nine wins for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I think North Turner's going to bring out the best in Cam. Cam needs to have a resurgence from his MVP season. He hasn't looked as good for a while. We'll see what the defense looks like. A lot of new faces. They have Deontay Jackson coming out of LSU playing corner. I think he's going to end up starting because they didn't get uh, Worley to sign. So And Breland. That Breland failed physical. Yeah, and Breland failed as well. So that the secondary is shaky. That's going to be, the, that's going to be where, where teams attack them. We'll see if they can cope. All right, next we got the uh, Chicago Bears. Uh, six and a half wins is the over-under. Uh, this one I'm really torn on because I like some of the moves they made this summer, but they are still young. 
Um, my gut's gonna say I go under. I think they win six. Uh, but yeah, I really like, I really like uh Trubisky, Matt Nagy, that head coach hiring, signed Trey Burton, one of John's uh, favorite players, Florida, Florida Gator. Um, yeah, they also signed, uh, what the hell's the receiver from Jacksonville? Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson coming off the ACL. I really like that signing. Um, they yeah. saved some money on him. Yeah, and absolutely. And then they got Tariq Cohen coming back, Jordan Howard. I think Matt Nagy would do wonders with that backfield. So Amos played great at safety last year for them. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, I think the uh, I could. This is what I don't feel confident about, but just all the all the youth on that team, I'm a I'm a pick under. I'm gonna go. I I think the Bears are coming back. They're going back to the Bears style of playing. They have. Great linebackers. They just drafted Roquan Smith. I think he's going to be a dog for them. Danny Trevathan's already a beast. And I think they're really trying to show up. I, the offense is going to do great under Nagy, who is a great off, uh, offensive mind. With Trubisky, Trubisky can do it all. I mean, he can, the man can run it. I was it. a Trubisky guy a couple years ago, remember? I, hate, I mean, I don't, I'm not a big UNC we'll guy, but we'll see. I think Trubisky, he's going he's gonna to do well for a long time in Chicago. Allen Robinson was a great signing. Hopefully he comes back strong. I think Jacksonville was was foolish to let him go. Let's see if they can he can't make him regret it. All right. Uh, next we got the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, six and a half wins is the over under for them. Under. Yeah. 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 I don't like the Bengals either. Andy Dalton. This team just getting stale at this point. Um, pretty much running it back again. Joe Mixon made some flashes last year, but uh, yeah, still just. Not much I like about this How's team. How's the head coach still there? Yeah, it's insane. I don't know. <laughs> Other coaches that are doing well lose their jobs. Yeah, no. After two years, this guy's been there 12, hasn't won a playoff. It's insane. Now longer than that, probably. It's like 13 now. But, yeah, I'm going to go under for them. I think Andy Dalton's better than people give him credit for. He just – he has A.J. Green, I understand. But that that team just they, – they get so unlucky. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, next we got the Cleveland Browns, five and a half wins. The most interesting team of the season, in my Absolutely opinion. Absolutely hard knocks. Get to uh, follow them up close. But um, yeah, again, this is one of uh, the trendy over picks this year, and I, uh, I I'm gonna ride the train with the over. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, that's gonna bring a calming presence to that team, I think. I like some of the young talent they got. Uh, Callaway, a receiver. Josh Gordon, Corey Coleman. They got a nice receiving core out. I think. O-line is solid. A nice little running back trio. Um, yeah, the defense looks good. Joe Shorbert, the linebacker. Miles Garrett coming back. Emmanuel Ogba. Uh, yeah, I like. they have a lot of pieces I like, to be honest. And uh, with the uh, see if Hugh can save his job once and for all. How many wins does Hugh need to save his job? Uh, I think if they win seven games, he'll be all right. I think if he wins eight games, which I think he will do, I think he will win eight games, so I'm going to go over. But I think he has all the pieces. He really has no excuses. Uh, I think that's what John Dorsey came in there to do. He wanted Hugh Jackson to earn his spot. He gave him all the pieces he needed, a young quarterback. But they traded for Tyrod, so he has something to work with for the time being. You got... You got Flash Gordon, just a, just oh, a yeah. beast. I mean, no other no nobody in the NFL is like that man at receiver. If he if he can do if he can stay, and I think he will stay out of trouble, stay healthy. He's gonna be a breakout player in this league, and he, I mean, he's already proven it. 
Yeah. And then the defense, like we said, I I really like the Denzel Ward pick. I know that your boy Chubb was up there, and I like that. If they picked Chubb, I would have been very happy with that. But that I been a mean D line. Oh yeah, I mean that would have been something to work with. I guess they believe in Ogba. He he has looked solid. And I mean they needed a they needed a corner. They need a corner to grow around and shut down corner. I think Denzel is that guy. He I mean he's just like Marshawn coming out of Ohio State. They had. A little smaller. He's a little smaller, but he's also a little bit faster. He's real sticky. He can stick to people like glue. I think he'll do well. He's going to have a lot of people to guard this year. I think he plays Antonio twice, and they a good amount of receivers. So he'll he'll prove himself. We'll see how he does. Okay, next we got the uh, Dallas Cowgirls. <laughs> I like that. Uh, eight and a half, or yeah, eight and a half wins for the uh, Cowboys. I'm gonna go under. Um, yeah, everything on their defense is predicated on Sean Lee. If he gets hurt, they go to complete shit. Um, lost some skill players. Don't like their receiving core this year. Uh, O-line, I think, took a step back last year. And, uh, yeah, they're pretty much just running it back. And I really didn't like what I saw from Dallas last year. Not just saying that because I'm a Giants fan. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go under for the uh, the old Dallas Cowboys. I don't believe in Dak. I don't at all. I believe in Zeke, but how much can Zeke do? There, there used to be the so-called threat with Des Bryant, although this man still doesn't have a job. He's yeah. been begging all summer. Can't find shit. Uh, but I like the Alan Hearns uh, pickup. I don't think he's going to be a threat like Des was in his prime. Yeah, he's not a number one like that, I don't think. They've been paying the O-linemen, and they are all good O-linemen, but they did take a step back. We'll see if they can't pick it back up. Zeke's going to do his thing. They're going to win some games. I don't think they're playoff bound in, by any means. But we'll, I mean, I, I'm interested to see. I want, I want Dak to prove me wrong. I never really believed in him. And I, I, want, I, want, I want this to be his year where he shows everybody who he really is. Okay, next we got the Denver Broncos. Seven wins is the over-under. Um, I'm going to go over for the Broncos. Case Keenum in there. Bradley Chubb in there on defense. Um yeah, I actually really like the Keenum signing for them. Uh, everything I've heard coming out of Denver, uh, the players love Keenum, say he's been a great leader so far. Uh, they just need a pretty average quarterback, at, I mean, really, with that defense and some of the skill players they got. So, uh, yeah, I think Chubb will have a real big season opposite of uh, Miles or uh, Vaughn Miller. Still got Chris Harris back there. They lost to Keeb to leave, but... Um, yeah, they still got playmakers all over the field. We got Bradley Roby, who I think yeah, is, Bradley is Roby, a very Brandon good young Marshall. corner. Yeah, they got plenty of plenty of studs on that defense, so I think they'll be just fine. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna go uh, over over seven wins for the old Broncos. I hope so. They've been looking for a quarterback forever. They they thought it was Brock Osweiler, and they were smart to ship him out. Houston paid him out, and let's see you see how that turned out for them. I like the Case Keenum signing. I think everybody is downplaying the the season he had last year. He proved himself. Everybody when he was playing for the Rams, he I think he proved himself as well, and they didn't believe in him. But look at him now. I I honestly think he's going to do better than uh, Kirk Cousins. Everybody, Kirk Cousins is the coveted quarterback this off season. But Case went in there real quiet, and he has a lot to prove. He has the defense behind them. So did the Vikings, obviously. But the Broncos have been looking for this moment for a while. I hope he comes out to be victorious. Perfect. Well, uh, next we got the Detroit Lions. Vegas has them at uh, eight wins. I'm going to go under eight wins. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Matt Patricia coming in there. I'm a big Stafford guy. But, uh, yeah, that that division I think will be pretty competitive with uh, Chicago and Green Bay. Um, And Minnesota, too. Yeah, that'll be a real tough division, actually. 
Um, so I'm going to go under for the O-Lions. I'm going to agree with you just because of the division they play in. Aaron Rodgers is going to come out to try to wreak havoc. I love Matt Stafford as well. I like Marvin Jones. I think he came in there. Everybody doubted him when he got that big contract by them, but he came in and was just grabbing balls, almost like Calvin, a mini Calvin Johnson. Uh, the team is just real young. I like Darius Slay. I like the pickups they've been getting up at linebacker and all that. Zeke Ansah on a franchise tag. They're going to sign him long-term next year, I'm sure. They're still they're rebuilding. Hopefully Stafford stays a long time and he can actually have a winning season with the Lions where they, they go out into the playoffs deep. But I don't think this year will be their year. Uh, next, the Green Bay Packers. Vegas has them at 10 wins. Highest one so far. Uh, 10 wins. Damn. If anybody can do it, it's that bad, bad man as Stephen A. Smith says. Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, I'm going to go over, I guess. I think they'll go right at 10. Uh, don't like McCarthy as a coach, but can't bet against Aaron Rodgers. Guy's an absolute beast. Jimmy Graham up there now. That should be a hell of a connection for old Rodgers. I uh, really like the uh, some of the young guys they got on defense. You know, uh, what was it? The corner from Iowa drafted him, drafted um two corners in the first round can't remember the other one I don't remember the other one either but you're right off the top of my head but yeah Josh Jones coming back uh, another young DB um, yeah I really like what Green Bay's doing over there and uh, yeah I'll pick over over 10 wins I'll pick over I'll pick over as well just cause I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna make it happen he's gonna try to come out and prove something this year I know he was unhappy with Jordy leaving and he's going to he, – I mean, I'm sure he's happy with Jimmy Graham coming in. That's he's, He likes throwing to his tight ends, and especially deep. I'm going to say that Aaron Rodgers is going to win MVP this year, so he's going to have a lot to prove if he's going to do that. And I think he's going to take the – Jair Alexander. Yeah, out of Louisville, out right? Out of Louisville. Very good in the first round. And then they got uh, Josh Jackson the second round for Iowa, who was a first-round corner that slipped to the uh, second round. So, yeah, I really Sweet like what them. they're doing in that. They like to grow in-house, too. They, I mean, they keep the most drafted players. So, yeah, I think uh, over 10 wins. That's not a surprise, though, coming from the Packers. Perfect. Uh, next, we got the Houston Texans at eight and a half wins. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go under just because a lot of, lot of shit riding on uh, Deshaun coming back, how he comes back. Um, they were That team was night and day without him. Um, but, damn, if they do have him and they're fully healthy, J.J. and all those guys, Tyran's there now, Tyra Matthew at safety. Um, yeah, I could easily see this team being one of the best in the league if everything clicks, but if not, I could uh, see under 8.5. I think the defense is going to be just fine. They're going to have J.J. Watt back. Jadavian's finally turned it on, showing why he was the number one overall pick. I love uh, Whitney Merciless. I think he's a, a soft-spoken Good pass rusher, plays good uh, coverage for linebackers. And Tyron coming in and being the ball hawk, uh, the ball hawk he is, it's really going to be on Deshaun, like you said. They, but he has all the pieces. I mean, they have arguably a top uh, top three, top definitely top five wide receiver in DeAndre Hopkins. They have Braxton Miller, these little speedy uh, slot players such as uh, Jalen Strong as well. And Will Fuller has to come back and be healthy. He's been uh, a liability. For injuries, so he needs he to sucked. <laughs> yeah, so he needs to come back and do all right with all those weapons. I don't see why Deshaun can't make it happen. If they spread the field. He can use his legs, run all around. I think they'll do it right. I think they go over. Okay, uh, Indianapolis Colts six and a half wins. I'm gonna go over. Um, everyone's worried about Andrew Luck. It pretty much does. I mean, they go where he goes. I think he'll come back fine. I mean, better than I'm a big Brissett fan, but. He's no Andrew Luck. Um, 
So, yeah, I think the Colts will come back, probably win seven, eight games uh, over the six and a half that Vegas has them at. I hope so. I want to see Andrew Luck come back and take the, yeah, the league by storm. Everybody was talking about how he was top three uh, quarterback last last few seasons, and then everybody's taking yeah, his we spot. we forgot about him. Exactly. So, I hope they come back. They're obviously in a rebuilding stage. The Colts are not doing – I mean, they drafted a guard sixth overall, which is – it's good. They want to – you want to build from inside? Hell yeah. of a guard. I mean, yeah, it's a guy who just mauls people <laughs> for a living. Uh, so, I – I last year. Yeah, I hope they – I hope they take a step forward this year. Um, and Andrew Luck – Andrew Luck comes back strong because I'd hate to see him get injured again and we don't get to see Andrew Luck at his prime anymore. That will just be the end of him. Okay, the old Jacksonville Jaguars. Nine wins. I mean, hell, if Malik, if it's up to Malik Jackson, they go sixteen and zero. Absolutely, Super Bowl champ, nineteen and zero. I think it's rise on Blake Bortles. I think, but I they believe in him. They believe in him. That's why they paid him out. They they could have if they wanted to taken Lamar Jackson in the in the draft, which I think would he been must great. be a completely different practice player because goddamn <laughs> that game film is something else. Well, we'll see what he does. I I I have I don't have faith in Blake. But he just needs to do the bare minimum. If he can just pass the True. ball five yards and let Leonard just run it down, hurt himself, whatever he needs to do. Leonard Fournette's make it, made, it, made it happen since he was at LSU. I believe in Leonard. I believe in that defense. I think they're going to win more than nine games. Okay. Uh, last, we've got the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. We'll close it up for the uh, – do half the NFL this uh, segment. Don't want to bore you guys to death. It's all 32 of these over-unders. So last we got the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, eight and a half wins. Um, gosh, Patrick Mahomes. What are they based that on? Patrick Mahomes hasn't played a game. They're like, oh, they're, he's going to go over 500. Oh, he he's going to go over 500. Uh, I'm going to go over uh, eight and a half wins. I think they win nine, ten games. Uh, Andy Reid's a hell of a coach. See what he schemes up with all Mahomes and those boys. You believe uh, in Sammy? They got Sammy, Tyreek, Hunt. Kelsey, they got a lot of skilled players. I really think defense is going to be a problem, but we'll see how many points they can score. I've heard a lot of people say that Patrick Mahomes is going to take this league by storm. I don't know what that base is on. I know he has a big arm coming out of Texas Tech. That's why he took him 10th overall. But he's, he's going to have to show everybody, so we'll see what he does. I'm, I'm curious to see. I want him to be – I want a new young quarterback to take the league by storm that no one believed in. So that'll, nah, be, that'll be fun to watch next year, especially with the shit Andy Reid schemes up. Uh, but yeah, now we'll jump into the uh, top five, top fives we got. Uh, first, we got the interior D lineman. Um, first, I'm guessing we both have uh, Aaron Donald. You got Aaron Donald number one. Of course, I, 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 <laughs> I, would, I, would I don't think that's so. even really arguable. I would hope so. Don't want to lose all our credibility. <laughs> but yeah, now nah, that guy. I mean, just turn on the damn game film, guy. Wrecking ball every single week. The Rams Triple, better pay him. Double teams, absolutely. They need to watch him. That damn first playoff game, shit was insane. Um, yeah, he's without a doubt. If he's not your number one, I don't know what the hell you watch. <laughs> um, second, I got Fletcher Cox. I got Gerald McCoy. Gerald McCoy. Okay, yeah, Fletcher Cox. I mean. Key to that Philadelphia defense last year. Everybody was surprised when he got paid all that money, but I liked it. Yeah, no, he he was a late bloomer, but goddamn, he wreaks havoc in the backfield. Playing, I mean, run downs, passing downs. Guy's just absolute beast. I picked Gerald McCoy just because he's – no one talks about him, but every year Tampa, I know they don't produce. We can blame that a little bit on Jameis. We can, play that on, we can blame it on a lot on the changing coaching staff consistently, how they fired Lovey Smith and brought – 
the new coach coming on. But what's been consistent the entire time in Tampa has been Gerald McCoy coming in in the middle, Absolutely. pushing guards and centers back, and ma- putting quarterbacks under pressure. And I, I think he's been the most consistent, so I put him as number two. Okay, third, I got Geno Atkins out of uh, Cincinnati. Uh, guy's been guy's an absolute freak. I mean, tears it up in the middle, mismatch uh, every single week. Gotta gotta freaking make your whole blocking scheme around Geno each week. Uh, he takes guards and centers for a ride week after week. I mean, same thing. Just turn on the tape. Guy is all over the field. Lives in the backfield. Terrorizes quarterbacks, running backs. Just, yeah, absolute beast. At three, I, I have Fletcher Cox. But since you already kind of touched base on that, I'm going to just jump to number four, and I have Kawan Short. I think he... It's my number four as well. Really? I, I like him a lot. He's, like I said, consistency is key. The man is the man plays all the time, never complains, goes in there every play, and just goes lights out. I respect that, especially coming out of... A, the, the defense in Carolina is easy to play on. They have playmakers, but, man, he stands out every week for them. I just I respect it so much. Okay, uh, fifth. Bit of surprise to some of y'all, I'm sure, but I got all uh, Damon Snacks Harrison. I love him from the New York Giants. Oh uh, yeah, he's not as versatile as these other guys, but goddamn, is he good at what he's good at? Uh, best run starter in the league last three years. Guy takes on double teams, no problem. Throws guards, throws centers, lives in the backfield, crushing running backs. I mean, on first and second down, there's. No more. I mean, he's one of the most dominant players in the league. Uh, definitely struggles a little bit on uh, passing downs, but just his impact on first and second down is too uh, too strong for me not to put him on my top five. My number five was Geno Atkins. You already touched base on that, but I'm going to agree with you. I have Damon Harrison at number six. Like you said, passing downs, he doesn't always come up big, but damn, what a run stuffer. No one's stopping up snacks in the front. Nah, not even those Cowboys. He's nah. taking them for a ride even. Uh, now to the tight ends, uh, number one. I think it's a consensus pick, yeah. Rob. Mr. Rob Gronkowski. I mean, guy has freaking never seen anything like it. I was hoping he got traded this yeah, offseason. Yeah, cool. Can't stand the Patriots. I'd love, I'd love him so much. If he was a giant, I've got to be my favorite player ever. But <laughs> hate that he's a Patriot. Second, uh, I got Travis Kelsey. Yeah, same here. I think that's consensus two t- one yeah, and two. it should be. Yeah, that guy, I mean... Crazy playmaker. They're both fun to watch as well. They just they bring their their own characters to the game. I love it. Yeah, Kelsey's crazy. I mean, he'll take a three yard screen, ninety yards. He's like a damn wide receiver out there. Um, and I love the after the play celebration. Oh, yeah, he's, he's always the best. His antics. <laughs> yeah, no, Kelsey's a fool. He's a fucking hilarious. Um, third, I had Zach Ertz. Um, finally stayed healthy last year, and you saw what he did. I mean, guy was third down, money ball was there open third fourth down any any crucial down for the eagles he was just uh damn near open every play um yeah i mean he's been he was a terrible mismatch for linebackers even safeties too big for safeties and just his first full season he really showcased why he's one of the best tight ends number three i put greg olson cam newton's security blanket the man does it all I love how he, he his spectacular catch on Madden should be a ninety nine. The man <laughs> the man makes it happen. I love it. And to be just a uh, honorable mention, I'm really glad he's retired because I used to hate watching him play and just the miraculous plays he'd make. Jason Witten is finally retired. He would be on this Thank list God. for me. 
But for number three, um, Greg Olson, he reminds me a lot of Jason Witten. For some reason, he can just find his hands around the ball. A little more athletic. A lot more athletic. He doesn't <laughs> it, But Jason Witten looks like he's doing these little strides. Greg Olson is going. Oh, absolutely. That's what he used to do at Miami. I love that he used to play at Miami as well. So that's my number three. Oh, yeah. My number four was Greg Olson. So John just touched on him. Uh, great security blanket for Cam. Has been for some time. Uh, jump to my number five. I got old Jimmy Graham. New Packer. Uh, guy is just red zone freaking animal. I mean, just throw it up to him more times than not. He's going to come down with it. Yeah, he struggles in the blocking blocking schemes and things like that, but just as a, a red zone target, his value is just immense. And I think we'll that'll be on full display up there in uh, Green Bay this year. If anyone's going to bring it out, it's going to be Aaron. My number five was Zach Ertz. I know you already touched on him, so I'm just going to mention him before. But my number four tight end is Delaney Walker. I love Delaney. I love Delaney. He I was, love he Delaney. Six. And he's, I just love – if you watch him play, he, he just – he loves the game of football, goes out there, tells all his guys to get behind him. When the Titans need something out of nothing, that's where Marcus is going. He has the most faith in Delaney using that big body. And I just love watching him play, man. He has, he has great passion for the game. He shows it every Sunday. And he, he's a warrior. I love it. All right. Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's all we got for our top fives. And uh, that's all we got for episode three here. Thank you for joining us. And uh, catch us next week for episode four. Take it easy, y'all. Later.